This show is presented by the 323 Network. You can watch all your favorite 323 friends and shows on the 323 Network YouTube channel. Follow us on all social media platforms at 323read. And support us as we continue to grow at patreon.com slash 323read. That's 323-R-E-I-D. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 323. I am your host, Reed Murphy. Happy holidays, everybody. We are here repping. It's perfect time. A good Ricks versus Gricks Friday being right before the holiday weekend, the big holiday weekend here. So it's officially a Ricks versus Gricksmas. I like the name Grixmas. Shout out to Scott Elliott for that name of Grixmas there. Speaking of Scott Elliott, we got the guy right there, the host of the 323 College Shame Day, which it's going to be coming in full force soon. This is going to be, we're entering prime time on this. Scott Elliott, hi. Hi, yeah, I've been on a little bit of a in vacation mode with all the holiday hubbub and kind of that lull in between the New Year's Six games and the, the meat and potatoes, as you like to say, to the, the fall games. It's been a nice little break, but it's definitely picking up. That's right. Also joining tonight, I mean, we got the full Ricks versus Gricks crew here, and it, you got to do that for the holidays. We love it. The host of the Animation Deliberation Podcast. You can catch it wherever you get your podcast. Zahair Zuali. Look at that sweater. Looking all snazzy and handsome. Look at him. Hey. Oh, what the hell is that? That's what is a, that effect? Oh, thumbs down. I guess, okay. <laughs> we get a new FaceTime feature every week. Here. We surprise ourselves with Apple products every week. And finally, making his grand return, the very confident Jets fan himself, host of Miente's show. <laughs> Fireside Chats of Big Chief Burrito. The Big Chief Burrito himself, Luis Martinez, is here. Hi, Luis. What's up, guys? What it is, what it was, what it shall be, as always. Ah, it's good to see you guys. Love to have you guys here for the holidays. Happy to have you guys. Thank you, everybody that's listening, subscribing, that you have been all year. It's been a very fun year here on the show. And, uh, you know, great to wind it down with you guys. So we got some fun things to get into. We'll have a little bonus show after this one. That's why you need to go to the 323 Network on YouTube and subscribe. You can get a, because it's the holidays, a race war. We have a race war to get to, thank courtesy of former NFL running back Rashard Mendenhall. And so we will get that holiday race war going. You got to go to the YouTube to find out what that is. But we have a fan favorite game tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can hear the noise there. It's a favorite game. But because it's the holidays, I wanted to try something out with you guys. And this is it's not first take but just takes and i know we all have takes somewhere on sports particularly negative takes which is usually how all these debate shows and takes and podcasts go any takes hot takes that you have they're probably going to be negative and critical of things so i want you guys to think on any that you have in sports 
or media, whatever, any negative takes that you have. And we're going to test out, do a little social experiment here because I think that the holiday season is the perfect time to get out any bad, mean, and negative sports critiques and sports takes because if you play a little bit of music like this, something that's really happy, you know, nice little Christmas jingly music, you play that and you say something like Trevor Lawrence is a bum. It sounds nicer. It sounds much nicer. And I'll elaborate on that. And then you add a little bells. And anything that you say is nice. So I'll kick it off and I'm going to I'm going to throw it to Scott after that to give me your full thoughts. Any any negative take, your best negative take and then we'll go to Zoo and then we'll go to Luis and just offer some hateful criticism. But it can't be hateful because it's nice on this. So I'm going to tell you right here, before we get into the Ricks versus Gricks later in this particular game, Trevor Lawrence, I think he's a bum. Not a bust, but I think he's a bum. He has identical stats to Daniel Jones, but he was supposed to be this generational Peyton Manning type of quarterback. What are you getting from him? You're getting like, you know, just mid, mid, mid quarterback play. He's a bum. Get him out of there. Send him to Washington. I'll take him. But get, he's not what you need in Jacksonville. He's not that generational thing. Louis, you know what? Luis actually, he lucked out. He got he lucked out and he got that mid-quarterback for just a little cheaper with Zach Wilson and everything. So that's my that's my critical take. Happy holidays, Trevor Lawrence. Scott, what do you have? Give me give me a hot take to go with this music. Uh, a hot take. I think Joe Burrow, I think you're soft. I think you're soft. I think you have been milking this injury for all it's worth. Yeah, it was in his right wrist. I get it. But I feel like time and time again, we keep seeing him get hurt. And I think he just made a glass. And I think he's overrated. Okay. I like it. You get bells for that. Zoo, give me a hot take in sports. Commanders fans, you don't have to take a quarterback in the first round. You have a really good one. There's other options over there. You can think about quarterback, but Daniels isn't going to magically going to make your next season better. Be open-minded. Think of other positions. Tell them they suck, Zoo. Call them asses. All of them. Call them that. All the commanders fans. Scorch them, Zoo. Scorch your people. <laughs> this is a happy time. This is happy music. <laughs> Luis, what do you have? Um... Listen, the WNBA truthers need to wake up and realize that they need to lower the rim by one foot if they really want to grow in the game. Not an insult, it's not an overcorrection, it's not sexist to say it would be a 90% better game if you lowered the rim by one foot. Raise that NBA one while you're at it. Said raise it? Yeah. Yeah, raise it because now that we have all these Wimbenyamas who are also mid, also very mid, you got these Wimbenyamas, you need the the rims raised. Get out of here, Slender Man. You're not cheating out here. <laughs> Happy holidays from the 323. <laughs> now that we got all of that negative energy out of our system, it's time to get real positive and go into Zoo's favorite game ever. And that is... A little game of is it cake or cakin?
So, the way that this game works, <laughs> and there is there is Scotty the Torkin Elk <laughs> up in the right. I, the, set, I, I set my phone up and I record myself doing that today. So it's true. Welcome. It's true. This is how we look in animated form. The way this game works, if you haven't been here to see it or play it before, Is It Cake is a great Netflix show where you have to be able to tell is the item that they're presenting you a real object or is it cake? Because these cake artists are like masters of the craft and everything, right? So you're going to tell me in this game the image that I show you, a very close up, kind of blurry but fair image. Is it cake or is it ass? Caken, you know, that's slang for the youth. Caken, that you're all caked up. You got yams. You got booty. You're going to tell me, is this image a cake or an ass? All right, Luis, does that make sense to you? You got that? Booty or booty. That's right. Oh, damn it. We need to put him on marketing. All right, boys. Your first image is this right here. Now, I will think on it. Think on it. I want you to tell me, each of you. Scott, we'll start with you. Is it cake or caking? I'm just going to go with my gut. I'm saying that, that, that's caking right there. That's that's a that's a donk. Scott says it's caking. Zoo, what do you want to go with? Cake or caking here? Yeah, my instinct was caking too. All right. Luis, you want to stray from the pack? You want to stick with the uh, stick with the herd here? Is it cake or caking? Not only is it caking, that's Mrs. Claus's caking, I think. Whoa, he's got a double prediction here. Let's find out. Is it cake or caking? That's cake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> little questionable cake in there. I don't know why he's uh why mm. Santa's twerking for the baby there. That baby's Here's a vocal Santa. I mean a wish list is a wish list. <laughs> I said Mr. Claus, Mr. Claus. You still get your point. Everybody gets a point on that one. We're all tied up here right from the get-go. Good start, guys. One to one. That first one was caking. Who do we got next? Look at that. Look at that image. Start from the start from the bottom, and then we'll get there. Luis, what do you want to say here? Is it cake or caking? Uh, that looks. I mean, that looks like either somebody throwing it down, or <laughs> I'm gonna go with cake. It's going cake. Okay, zoo. Yeah, at first it looked like a weird group, but now I'm feeling like that's actual swirls of icing. So I'll go with cake. Could be Groot throwing it back. You never know. Scott? Yeah, my first instinct looking at that, it definitely looks like the, the swirl of piped icing, but I know your tricks and I know your your games and your ploys, and you like to just throw the okie doke in there. So I'm going the reverse. I'm going with Kaken again, back to back. Oh, these these guys like think. Ass back to back. Zoom and enhance, Reed. Zoom and enhance, please. <laughs> we'll do it even better. We're going to zoom out to enhance. Is it cake? Or caking. That's cake. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I don't even want to play the fanfare for that, but it's oh, a little... It's a yeah. I know your tricks. <laughs> <laughs> so, Zoo and Luis get a point there. It's two to two on them. Scott, you just have one point here, but you have chances to catch up. We always have plenty of options here. Our next round, right here. That is like real, like kind of CSI zoom and enhance right there. It's like got all the pixels, 
all the pixels you can ask for. Zoo, tell me, is this cake or cakin? Cakin. Mm, He's saying cakin. All right. Luis, is it cake or cakin? Is that underboob there? Is that what I'm seeing? Looks <laughs> like a mistletoe or a leaf or something. I think I'm gonna. I think maybe that's there to throw us off. I'm gonna go cake. He's going cake. Okay, Zoo, you said caking, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's one for cake and one for cake. Scott, what do you got? Yeah, the green definitely looks like pine needles. And if I know white people, I know white people like their bougie decorated cakes. So I'm going to go with cake. <laughs> All right. Is it cake or caking for white people? That's cake. It's oh, not only no! cake, it's the 323's favorite cake, Elmer. Hi, Elmer. Get him off the screen. Oh my goodness! So, right Wait, now, is the top part cake? No, that's just that's garnish. That's holiday garnish. Garnish. Yeah, that's holiday garnish. So my logic was right. It was just it was an, ass. an asshole. Right. Yes, I was an asshole. There was an actual ass. Yes, you got that right. <laughs> so, ooh, it's all around here. Luis has three. He is in the lead on his first game of cake or cake, and Zoo and Scott are both tied for two. Let's see who starts making some ground here. <laughs> Scott, what? is this cake or cake? <laughs> I know that. That is Grinch caking. That is <laughs> he says that's caking. Double thicked up in the back, Grinch butt. Zoo, is it cake or is it double Grinched up? <laughs> Grinch ass. I'm going caking. He's saying that's Grinch ass. Okay, Luis. <laughs> Three for three. That's 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 the Grinch throwing it back. That's Benedict Cumberass. <laughs> these men's know these men. They know their ass. Look at that. Yeah. That is thick Grinch. Look at them cheeks right there. Benedict Cumberass. Benedict Cumberass. Three sizes for that day. <laughs> All right. So, with that, Luis, you said it was cake. So you are at four points. Zoo and Scott are at three. Not too much movement here. Well, only a couple more rounds. What in the hell is that? I don't even remember putting this in there. Luis, what is this? Is this cake or caking? You can actually help me. Well, it's like a, like a fat-ass Oreo cookie on its side. I'm going to go cake. He's going to say cake. Okay, yeah, it looks like a little... Could be a dollop of ass. Zoo, is that a dollop of ass or cake? I thought it was snow at first, but... Uh, almost made another sound effect for you to record. <laughs> I think I'm going to go caking uh, again. I don't know. He's saying caking. Okay. Scott? Uh, see, this is where I'm like, do I do I want to try to get one up on Luis and, or go the route and try to play it safe to hang in there with Zoo? And I'm going to go... I'm going to go cake. I'm going to go cake. Scott is going to say cake. All right. Is it cake or caking on the penultimate round here? That's Rudolph caking. That is black and white Rudolph caking. That's Ooh. classic Rudolph caking. Wow. Good for you. Got the snow, right? <laughs> That's right. Congrats, Damn. Zoo. All right. A dollop, of, a dollop of ass. That's a dollop of ass. Dollop of ass. That's venison ass. That's venison ass. <laughs> All right. So going in to this last round, Zoo and Luis are tied here. 
four to four. Scott has three. Something could happen where we could just have a three-way tie and a three-way win, or Zoo and Luis could get angsty against each other. Who knows what they're going to pick on this right here. And I promise you, man, I, I haven't been able to get too tricky today, but I've, I got tricky. I got tricky here. I like this. Zoo, is this cake or cakin? That's just terrifying. Well, let's go with cake. All right, Zoo's going to say cake. Luis, what do you want to go here? Scott just wants to raspberry it so bad. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to go cakin. Okay, Luis is going to say cakin, so... We're getting something definitive between these two. Scott, make a um, tiebreaker here. Um, give me. I gotta hope it's cake. You go cake. <laughs> <laughs> now, if, okay. So, I want to go through you guys' thoughts. If this is cake, what kind of? What do you think the cake is? If it's if it's cake in Luis, what do you what do you think? Where do you think the cake is going? If it's cake and it's some sort of like it's if it's cake and it's some sort of like holiday calendar with a bunch of like firefighters or something, you threw a reverse curb, you know, a curveball in there for us. Scott. Uh baby Jesus in a manger cake. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Alright. Well I can tell you it is none of what you all think. <laughs> but it is for our winner, Zahir Ali Cake. Look at that <laughs> right there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrifying. He's got his bits on there too. What the fuck? Got all the bits. <laughs> and I look, that was well, that was the most well family friendly. Second. That was the most family friendly one I could get out there. <laughs> there was a full one with Pete Santa with just his dick out. Oh. Oh. Your fucking search results <laughs> must be abysmal right now. They were rough You're today. You're an FBI list somewhere. Oh, yeah. The federal agents are coming after me and Bo Duke after all his comments today. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole thing. Yeah. <sighs> oh, congratulations, Zoo. You won cake or cake in. You're, you, were, you were moaning about this game earlier. And look at that. You win. Congratulations. Do you have any winning words? Why? That's all. That's all we can ask. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's get in to some Ricks versus Gricks, gentlemen. Life, death, time, space. Forget everything you think you know. Put your money on the line. It's time for Ricks versus Gricks. Gricks? That's right. Reed's picks. That's me. Versus Griffin's picks. He's out in space somewhere. And Rick Ross is up there in the corner as the official Rick. I guess the Rick mascot here. And look, this is Ricks versus Gricks. And for the first time in a while, all four of us here to make our picks and really go at each other because we're nearing the end of the regular season, gentlemen. It's I can't believe it's already at that point that we're at the end of the NFL regular season. It's moved so fast. For some of us, it can't come fast enough. I can't wait for the end of the season. Scott's the only one somehow is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. The only one with hope going into the end of the going into January. Yeah. yeah. 
That is not what we predicted. Oh, but as we search for who the new official Grick is going to be, man, we had one hell of a week. And Zoo, who just stays winning out here, he just won Cake or Caken. And this past week, Zahir Ali went 6-0 and in his picks. Damn. 6-0. and He is now 57-33 and on the season. I went 5-1. and Hi. I am 53 and 37. I'm trying to keep up with them. Luis, he went four and two. He has now moved into third place. He is 50 and 40 on the season. Scott, he went three and three. He is 49 and 41. Scott, how are you feel? How did you do with the the uh, the Calvin Ridley last week too? Um, in a word, mid. Just like how those results were, it was pretty much a dead split. Well, perfect then. Yeah. Kamala the Cat also joined in at the last minute. You can go at 323-READ on TikTok. She came in to help Luis with some picks. Luis, thankfully, he saved himself. You got yourself a pick on there because she tried to take the Vikings in that game. But she went actually 3-3. Three and three. So she also, well she also did better than Brian from Commanders Declassified. So <laughs> this week, though, week, what are we in? It's week 16. We have the week 16 games now. And we are going to start with one of the Saturday games because we got games spread out across three days, just gauntlet games all around. Saturday, Christmas Eve Eve, or as my grandpa called it, the Eves of Eve, we have the Cincinnati Bengals who are 8-6. and six. They are at the Pittsburgh Steelers who are 7-7. Seven and seven. Steelers made another change at backup quarterback, or, well, backup to starting quarterback. Mitch Trubisky, he is now back to the bench. Mason Rudolph, the GOAT, he's back. And he's starting for the Steelers in this game. Mike Tomlin's found himself on the hot seat. Meanwhile, Jake Browning is cussing at the Minnesota Vikings last week. Maybe he peaked. We don't know. But the Browning train is continuing. So, Scott, I'm going to ask you here. Who are you taking in this one? Jake Browning, Mason Rudolph, Bengals, Steelers. What do you want? This is a big divisional game. Uh, yeah, huge divisional game with some playoff implications, but let's look at the history. There's only one Rudolph that goes down in history, and it ain't Mason Rudolph. Give it to the Bengals on the road. All right, Scott's taking the Bengals. Um, I can never remember which way we go when we have all four of us. I'll just go to Luis. Luis, who do you want here? All right, if I, um, I'm low battery, so if I lose you, I'll come back on my phone after this. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep the Bengal train rolling. All right, and go with the Bengals on the road. All right, Lou uh, Zoo. I could have called you Zooies. Zoo, who do you want here? Tigers don't typically move in groups, but I'm very high on the Jake Browning train right now, so I'm going Bengals. Okay. Right now. Rawr. I am I am not going to uh, test the curse on this one. I am actually going with the Pittsburgh Steelers at home. Um, I don't know. I just I feel a little more confident with Mason Rudolph. The dude has been there. He's been in Pittsburgh now for about twenty five years as uh, one of these backup quarterbacks. He got the you know almost got killed by Miles Garrett, so he's been hard ever since. Um, and I trust him a lot more than Mitch Fuck It Chuck It Trubisky. I think the connections will be a little bit better there. Steelers know that they need something to get going around this. And Tomlin being on the hot seat, I think he's going to turn it up and get them fired up. So give me the Steelers to uh, make everything even wonkier in the AFC playoff race. 
next game, talking about the playoff race in the AFC, we have the Cleveland Browns, who are 9-5. and five. They are at the Houston Texans, who are 8-6. and six. Scott, who are you taking in this one? And I believe C.J. Stroud is doubtful for this game as well. Yeah, that was kind of be the tipping point to which direction I was going to go into. But you got to remember who's under center for Cleveland. And that's the future Hall of Famer, Super Bowl winning quarterback, Joe Flacco. And I need to keep the Colts' hopes alive for their playoffs, so give me the Browns. That is that is a conversation that we're going to have to have, if, especially if, like, you know, they win a playoff game or something. We're going to have to have the Flacco Hall of Fame conversation, but that's for another time. Luis, who do you want here? Um, listen, man, I don't know how we, as Jets fans, ended up without Joe Flacco this year as a competent backup. Um, and, you know, I could do a whole soliloquy about the fucking torturous last four months as a Jets fan in general. Um, but at least we get to play the team with the worst uh, offense in the entire league uh, this weekend. So there is hope that we might be able to trample your sorry franchise with my sorry franchise. And uh, and then, you know, so hey, Christmas miracles do happen. Um, but I'm going to take the Texans at home. Oh, okay. All right. I like that. Yeah, the draft, the draftable. I think Zoo, you posted something that like really, like really. Yeah, I'm waiting me. to say it. Yeah. What do you What do you have here? When, who are you taking? <laughs> when a stoppable force meets a movable object. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that is. That's the only analysis you need for Commander's Jets. Oh, that should have me dead this week. But in regards to the pick that you are asking, um, I have seen in person Davis Mill go up against a good defensive line. I'm taking the Browns. <laughs> That's all you need to. <laughs> this, this, should, this should be a loser gets relegated. Like, uh, like, <laughs> like, in any European league, this would be like the loser goes down to the back to the NCAA's for a year. They I've swapped out for Alabama. Painful. I wanted to put Commanders Jets on here, but that's a game that I'm actively like I'm I'm not looking forward to that game because I'm actively rooting for the Commanders to lose that one. Like I I will be I I don't want the emotion of being so upset that we win during that because I want this draft pick status. I can't I can't do that. So that's why I threw Browns Texans in here and just like that. I don't know who's going to start for the Texans. If it's not Stroud, I don't know if it'll be Davis Mills. I don't know if it'll be Case Keenum again. Whatever happens, this I don't trust them. Yeah, I, I, I don't trust them against this Browns defense. I think that Browns defense will do something to them there. Joe Flacco, also Hall of Famer, like you said. Can't doubt him. He's going to turn it up on them. Give me the Cleveland Browns in this one as well. Next up. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are eight and six, at Scott Elliott's Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are seven and seven, trying to get that NFC South title. Hopefully, somebody wins it with a winning record. Scott, who is going to win this one? Uh, the Buccaneers. There's no commentary. It's the Buccaneers. Luis, do you have commentary? Who's winning this game? Jaguars or Bucks? I need Travis Etienne to have a good week, so I'm going to go with the the Jags. All right. Zoo, who do you want here? Baker Mayfield has been an absolute delight this season. I'm going with the Buccaneers. Do we... a long-term quarterback? Is he a long-term quarterback for you all, Scott? Until he gets hurt. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I think he's done enough at least this season on his one-year prove-it deal to at least lock up a, an extension of some sort. Um, but I mean, but how old is he? Like 26, if he, if he gets he last year's Geno Smith? Gets, if they give him three years, 80 million tomorrow, would you be happy with that? <laughs> I'm, also, I'm also the most frugal person you could ever imagine, so 80 million is a hard pill for me to swallow. But I mean, I would t- I would, I'd be okay with it versus rolling the dice on somebody else. I mean, it goes with my uh, when I saw earlier that Ben Johnson of the Detroit Lions reportedly wants fifteen million a year. My immediate thought process was, not my money. Pay him. <laughs> Go ahead and pay him. That's not my money. Fuck it. <laughs> also, with Baker Mayfield, I'm I'm taking the Jaguars in this game just because I think that they need this. Trevor Lawrence has been getting shit on by the media, including me, earlier as you heard during the t- during the holiday takes. <laughs> But I think that this is the kind of game that he needs to, you know, have a resounding comeback to. This is the kind of game as they're trying to make the playoffs. Buffalo Bills are now, you know, getting the wagons together. They're trying to get in there. You need to fend people off, keep your playoff position, try to keep that division title, go for it, fend off the Colts. This is the kind of game that Trevor Lawrence needs to go and take. But when it comes to Baker Mayfield and the Bucks, the last thought on that is, Damar Hamlin has been kind of the go-to for comeback player of the year because he came back from death. But, Scott, do you think Baker should actually get it ahead of him? Because I think Baker has been putting on a hell of a season when in, you know, in terms of what the thought was going to be about how he's going to play for them. Yeah, because, I mean, you think about it, then when he was with Cleveland, they, he brought them to the playoffs and he actually you know won a game for them in 2020. Um, through 16 games, he threw for over like 3,500 yards. I think he passed for like over 25 touchdowns, sub 10 interceptions. He's kind of on pace for that right now. I mean, he's thrown for 3,300 yards now, 24 touchdowns and eight picks. I mean, he's definitely looking like Baker of the past. I think the record is what's kind of giving people a lot of question marks about that. But I mean, they've had problems on both sides of the ball with injuries and consistency, especially in the running game. Um, I think outside of DeMar Hamlin just coming back to life, he should be the front runner for comeback player of the year. I agree. Somebody that can't quite, you know, couldn't make a comeback last week, and that was Dak Prescott. I don't <laughs> think he's going to make – he might be comeback player of the year for MVP if he can make a run here, but he, he definitely got himself tossed out of that race. So Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys, they are looking to try and get some type of – energy back after getting the shit beat out of them last week by the Buffalo Bills. They are 10 and four now still in the hunt for the number one spot in the NFC East. They are at the Miami Dolphins who are also 10 and four trying to vie for that number one spot in the AFC. Scott, who do you want here? Um, Give me the Dolphins because I refuse to put my name against the uh, in regards to the Cowboys in any fashion. Luis, who do you want here? I'm taking. I need Tyreek. These are based on what I need to happen in fantasy in my other leagues. FYI, <laughs> even though I even though I was unceremoniously bounced for bad managerial decisions in your league. Um, but yes, yes, yes. He's- yeah. Uh, I like I like the fish. Give me the give me the Dolphins with Tyreek Hill coming back, and then Dolphins destroyed the Jets without Tyreek Hill. 
So if they get him back against that Dallas secondary, um, I like the Dolphins. Did you watch that whole game, Luis? Did you watch Jets Dolphins and that thirty to nothing victory for Miami? Uh, I watched part of it. I watched the I watched the beginning of it. I watched the beginning of it. I'm not gonna lie, but then I had then I was like I got stuff to do, and then I just I was like I kept checking to see if something good would happen, but but no, I, I never did. This has been a, a miserable, miserable year, and and it's been very hard to watch any part of these fucking games. Um, it's like you think it doesn't get worse than like the butt fumble several years back, and then you get the fail Mary, you know, freaking uh, pick six, uh, hail Mary at the half. We freaking four plays in, we lose. Hey, has anybody has anybody ever won comeback player of the year after being a league MVP and Super Bowl winner? Because this is what we've moved on to as the Jets fans now is that Rodgers was supposed to play if we had a chance to go to the playoffs. We never did. We talked ourselves into after we beat Houston that we could maybe, maybe beat Miami. Uh, and then we'd be in a position so Rodgers could play Christmas um, against them, against your Manders. Um, and then we obviously got drop kicked on our head again because of that. So now it's uh, all, uh, hey, next year Rodgers is going to be super healthy and he's going to win comeback player of the year. I'm going to go to the Super Bowl. So this is the life and the mentality of a Jets fan. And um, I hate myself. This so what's your first round pick gonna be, dude? I would, I would, I don't, I don't think we're gonna drop low enough to pick a quarterback. And so, uh, honestly, if we don't spend all our money and resources on offensive line, we are stupid. Uh, honestly, I'd rather trade our for trade trade our second or third round pick for Devontae Adams, and then just get first round offensive linemen, sign some offensive linemen. Um, make fucking if, if if Aaron Rodgers wants to keep his little personal uh, coach that sucks balls, um, make him like his personal caddy or fucking ayahuasca dealer or something to keep him on staff. But Hackett's got to go, man. And uh, and and I'm very close Once to being up with Alabama wagon myself. Oh, bring back Rex. This is. <laughs> Bring back Rex and fucking big toes and the whole thing, and let's go get a fucking snack. All that good stuff. This is a big. Uh, this is a big difference from the super confident Jets fan that we introduced that character that we introduced a couple months ago. <laughs> oh, the NFL is funny that way. Yeah. What a weird time. So, Sleepy Zoo, who do you want to take in this game, Cowboys or Dolphins? So I was watching a video earlier about how the Cowboys can't win away and the Dolphins can't beat a good team so i'm hoping that the dolphins tell us that the cowboys are not a good team let's go dolphins okay that's fair <laughs> oh this one i've been going back and forth on all day and I, I kind of i still was undecided going into this but i needed to see were we all going to trend the same way and pick that same team and you know go go against the curse and you know now, where i'm going now that it's going that route I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys in this one. I'm going against the rest of y'all. I'm going to, I'll, I'll be, a, I'll be the lone wolf here. And I think that, I think that this could genuinely be a big comeback game for Dallas. This is a game that they need to prove it. These are two teams that generally will suck in the month of December and they need all the help that they can get to show that they should have this trust and faith going into the playoffs. So give me Dak Prescott to make a comeback here. Miami, they won't fare well against this good of a defense, especially if Tyreek Hill is, you know, 
even 60% of what he needs to be. Give me Dallas. Next up, we have Scott's Raiders. We don't know if they're for real. Can't tell. Six and eight. They're at the Kansas City Chiefs, who are nine and five. I'm also not sure if they're for real. Scott, who do you want here? Yeah, this is the game I saw that I just was going back and forth. Because, like, do I want to go with the not-for-real Raiders or the uh, America's most insufferable team and franchise in the Chiefs right now? And I'm going to have to just – I'm just going to have to just take this <laughs> as much as it pains me and go with the Kansas City Taylor Chiefs against uh. the not-for-real Raiders. Ugh. I mean, maybe the Raiders used all their magic getting Brandon Staley fired. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. Don't that game is going to overinflate a lot of people's notions on the Raiders. You're going against Brandon Staley's defense. You put up 63. You're 10 point underdogs on the road. Patrick Mahomes is angry at the world right now. So I imagine the Chiefs are going to win. Unless Kadarius Tony has anything to say for it, <laughs> Luis. Who do you want in this one? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing with Scott. I think the there'll be maybe a over correction this week um, because the Raiders, like I said, the Jets beat the fucking Houston Texans 30 to nothing. And then they got scorched like 30 to nothing, you know. So um, the Raiders are not that good. The Chiefs are mediocre-ish and they sort of have bad juju on their side because they've they they crossed over into the pop world instead of keeping it football. So, but I still think they they have enough to beat the Raiders at home. Zoo, do you agree with these two? I would like to, but I think there's going to be an upset in Arrowhead. Whoa! Wow! Whoa! I'm be proven very wrong, but I think I'm going to roll with the Raiders on this one. He's going with go. Antonio Pierce. Bought in. We could get him as our head coach, Zoo. We could steal him from the Raiders. He doesn't mind that notion. Look at that beast. <laughs> no, it's Johnson, Slug, Tomlin, anybody else, Belichick. Tomlin? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Tomlin's on the hot Tomlin. seat. He's he's on the hot seat. We could, yeah, maybe get a trade in there. How are you going to fire a coach that's never had a losing record? He's black. True. That's <laughs> <laughs> Wait three weeks. You're about to find out. That's all the justification we need. <laughs> They've been waiting for this losing season. We've for been waiting for this. <laughs> Listen, I, if we if the Jets could get Tomlin, I would I would drive back to New York and drive Robert Salad to the airport to fire him in two seconds. So I want him as our DC. Tomlin? Salah? No. Rob oh. Salah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I would love that. Tomlin. <laughs> um. I'm I'm gonna roll with the uh, with the Swifties over here. I'm rolling with the Swifties, Scott and Louise. I'm taking the Chiefs in this one. I do agree. I think the Raiders will give them a fight. I think the, I think this is have the potential to be the biggest upset of the week, especially on Christmas. Oh my God, that mental breakdown of Mahomes on Christmas Day, I get it losing to it. the Raiders and my mom. All the Grinch memes that are gonna come out of it. Oh my God, we, I can already smell it, and I'm kind of regretting taking the Chiefs already on this one, but. Taking the Chiefs, and because I want to get to the game of the week, might be the game of the year, might be the Super Bowl, if you're looking at the uh, you know conspiracy theories about the Super Bowl logo. And that is the Baltimore Ravens, who are at 11-3. They're at the San Francisco 49ers, who are also 11-3. Scott, who wins this potential Super Bowl matchup? 
Yeah, this game is huge. You know, it's a rematch from a couple of Super Bowls ago when the Harbaugh, Harbaugh brothers played against each other. You know, these, are, these could be the eventual Super Bowl teams. And with all this talk about an all-pro white team versus an all-pro black team, this is the game. You got the Niners and the Ravens. It can't get more white and more black than this. Um, and I'm going to go with the Niners. I'm going to have to just go go toe-step with the Niners at this point. Okay, he's take you're taking you're taking the whites. Okay, he's taking the whites in this one. Uh, Luis, you want the black team or the white team? I'm reminded of one of my favorite movie quotes of all time by Matthew McConaughey when he said, "All white, all white, all white." <laughs> that means Niners. Zoo, who do you like here? It's pained me to pick the Ravens as much as I have this year, so I will happily say Niners. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, TikTok commenter. Well, we've avoided it all week with this one, but we're going to test the curse out here because I'm taking the 49ers as well. They just, they're insane. That team is insane with how good they are when healthy, so... I can't, I can't defy that. I'm going with the 49ers in this one. Ravens are good, but they, they, they won't get this one. Ray, do you think Trace Young gets a contract? Um, uh, I can't say that he does. I don't think, I don't think that he will. But I mean, you never really know anymore. I mean, he's played. Has he even gotten a sack with the 49ers? I think he's got. I think he's logged five tackles. I think he's logged Probably five tackles. Yeah, maybe five tackles, maybe half a sack. One. They're pretty much just renting him at this point. He's he's good to have in there, but I could see him hitting free agency. And, you know, shit, if we get a whole new thing, maybe he comes back to Washington on a cheap deal. That would be fun. That would be great. Get that little six-round pick that we got for him, plus that. Has anybody ever really done the we're going to trade you, but we really want you back in the offseason thing? Has, has, has anybody actually ever done that? Because every fan base touches it talks himself into that. Oh, we're going to trade him. We can sign him again in the offseason. You know? The Jets with Flacco? Really <laughs> <laughs> the Jets with Flacco man. from the Eagles? <laughs> Poor guy was all scrawny and depressed at that press conference. <laughs> I think I think that we did that kind of with um, uh, what's his name? We did that with uh, Kendall Fuller, our corner. We traded him to the Chiefs for a I I shit it was I think for that Alex I, yeah Smith, he was part of the right? Alex Smith trade we traded him there he played there for a year won, won the, the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl hit free agency and came back here came back to Washington mm -hmm. and he's uh, well, I mean, yeah the, the the Jets did that but with, with uh with Revis I guess he went to play for the fucking Patriots, Patriots and then they brought him back he should do that too give give the Jets a couple of years they can get Geno Smith back maybe. He'll play just like the rest Listen, of the we'll, 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 will we still be doing the 3-2-3 show when Zach Wilson is, like, quarterback for, like, the freaking Steelers in three years or something like that? Like, and winning Super Bowls, yeah. That's what we, we are, we, as soon as the mo listen, when Zach Wilson has a full winning season, he makes a Pro Bowl, gets into the playoffs, we will end the show. That's when we can die in yeah. peace. We oh, can die no. peacefully there. Maybe Zach Wilson will be the next Sam Darnold. You never know. You never know. He's the Tanter. He's the what's the what was it the bus from the the Raiders Russell? Oh, Jamarcus Russell. 
Jamarcus Russell, yeah. Jamarcus Russell. His numbers are his numbers are equivalent to Jamarcus Russell. Scott, do we have a betting slip from you today? Uh, yeah, to answer your question, Chase Young has uh, two sacks on the year since going to the Niners. Scott. Hey guys, my my thing's like gonna die in two seconds, so I'm gonna sign off. But all right, happy Merry holidays, Christmas. Merry Christmas, all the all the Zanukas and the Wanzas and everything to you guys, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you for being here, buddy. Good to see you, guys. Check check them out. Of course, two AM Burrito Productions. You can check them out on all those Mihente show. Yeah, look at those Christmas trees. You're blocking. Say happy Hanukkah. He didn't say happy Hanukkah to me. I know he didn't say happy Hanukkah to you. Happy Chanuka. Thanks. Thanks, Smokey. He didn't say any of my holidays. (laughs) They were all last week. Um, Quick message before (laughs) before I leave. Um, PSA: If you have the opportunity to go to SoFi Stadium, by God, you should go. That the TV does not do that stadium justice. You met Charles from Brooklyn Nine Nine there too. Oh, yep. Yeah, how'd that go? That was fun. So I was just I was sitting next to his dad, and we were just chatting and this and that. And then at one point, Andrew, my co-host on Animation Television, tapped me. He was like, "Is that the guy who plays Boyle on Brooklyn Nine Nine?" And both of us kind of like. <laughs> slowly lean over and look over. We're like, oh my God, the same one as him. So I tap the guy sitting next to me and I was like, hey, is that Joe? He was like, yeah, that's him. I was like, you think he'd mind if I could uh, ask to take a picture? Like, I know he's at a game. I don't want to bother him or anything. And he was like, no, it's my son. He's fine. And then I just, just pulls him <laughs> over. He was like, this guy wants to take a picture with you. So he just, it you know, he takes a picture and then we just like hanging out and shit talking about the game and just having a good time and chilling. And he's just, one of the dudes. It was awesome. We love Boyle. We love Boyle here on the 323. Shout out to Boyle. Merry Christmas, Boyle. Or okay. Happy Chinooka, Ramadan, whatever. Anything that you celebrate, Boyle. So yeah, I got my random LA celebrity interaction. I got my fusion food. I got hiking. I did Ate all the curry puffs. Things. No, I am the curry puff. We did hey. not get curry puff. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me fix this for you then really quick. Hold on. Curry puffs. And the two people I were with, I stayed at their places. So I guess they got curry puffs. (laughs) There we go. That is Sahar Curry Puff Ali. You can catch him (laughs) on the Animation Deliberation Podcast. We love you, Zoo. Thank you for being here. Thank you for all. Happy holidays. Of course, buddy. Bye. Love you. Oh, oh, damn. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> Who needs them? Wow. You 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 call a Middle Eastern person curry puff one time. One time. Just one time. For the holidays. You would think, just let it's us have Christmas. one. Christmas. God. You can't get canceled during Christmas. Never. Oh, let's play this epic music. That is the epic music of the Calvin Ridley Memorial Betting Slip throwing a hand up because it's that serious we honor and sacrifice for calvin ridley who sacrificed for us a whole season because he put in a 15 leg parlay that got him booted from the nfl for a year and now scott does it Jim. calvin ridley calvin ridley calvin ridley calvin ridley Oh, Calvin don't read Boston's headphones. Ridley I guess I'll just do this. Calvin that is right, folks. It is the Calvin Ridley Memorial Betting Slip brought to you by the 323 and the host of College Shame Day himself, Scott Elliott. That's me. 
can't even get them back on the right way. I can't get them on. I'll keep going. That's right, folks. So here we go. Last week, we split damn near down the middle. We missed six games, and it was dead in the start with that Vikings game. So thanks. Thanks a lot, my Minnesota Vikings. I still got hope for you guys in the playoffs, though. But that's it. That was last week. This is a new week. If you remember two weeks ago, I busted out the green hoodie for good luck, and it actually worked a little bit. I only missed by, like, one or two games. We're running it back. We're doing a combo this time, Reed, of the green hoodie, Scott, and the throwback, Scott, of just picking up the straight winners of the games. No fluff. No extra like, work. No extra headaches. We're just we're just going on instinct. It's Christmas. I can't get this wrong for Christmas. I like it. I like the hoodie, by the way. Oh, Very festive. Look at you. <laughs> All right, buddy. So what well, do we got right. here? I'm ready on this board. I'm ready to give you every sound you need. All righty. So holiday weekend, we get games on tonight, Thursday, which uh, I have not seen a single glimpse of the game that's currently going on right now and i probably won't because it's irrelevant to me uh but starting on saturday we got the, Cle the cleveland the cincinnati Bengals at the pittsburgh steelers you already got the my pick from ricks versus bricks we're going with the Bengals. the night game for saturday of the eve of eves the buffalo bills and the la chargers Maybe there's hope with Brandon Staley not there. They're playing at home, but they're 12 and a half point underdogs at home. And the Bills and Josh Allen look to be going scorched earth after their very mediocre season. So give me the Bills on the road. Uh... I got to keep my Super Bowl prediction, my super early Super Bowl prediction alive. We got the Lions versus the Vikings. Give me the Vikings underdogs at home by three points. <laughs> Packers and Panthers. I think this game is going to be very boring, just like how last week's Panthers and the Falcons games go, which, folks, you could have gone if you had a 50 cents in your pocket. That's insane. That is ridiculous. They're going for as low as 47 cents, and they still couldn't sell it out. They still couldn't get fans. Yes, it was rainy, and it's a kind of a crappy game, but I was watching it, Reed. I know how you feel about this if you were an NFL owner. If you see how that franchise is doing as a whole, the direction it's going, it's kind of just in shambles. You see your Carolina Panther faithful coming out for a game of that magnitude, and there's still people sitting up in the nosebleeds. Wouldn't you make it an, like a point like during the four, like first quarter at some point, just make an announcement, hey, folks, move down from the Raptors, come fill up you know, around the field, get a good experience. At least that way you're doing right by the people who actually decided to show up. Right. Instead of those awful shots that uh, you know the cameras love to get after a while right. of everybody sitting in the rain in the nosebleed section, and at least this way you can kind of fool a little bit because you know the cameras during the game only catch what the first like section up. They don't right. show the the nosebleeds. At least that way it kind of makes it look like it's more full. But hey, either way, fuck them. What do we uh, Browns and the Texans. Like I said, we need to keep my Colts streak alive. We're going with the Browns on the road. Leading into this one, the Colts at the Falcons, same reasoning. We're going with the Colts on the road against Atlanta Falcons. Had to mute myself before Reed recorded me coughing. <laughs> Seahawks and the that. Titans. The Titans are are a very sneaky pick here. Because um, they one week they're doing great. Other weeks they look just so pedestrian. But give me the Seahawks. Give me Pete Carroll and what I think might be his last season as an NFL coach. Give me the Seahawks on the road. Hey, Michael. 
And I'm going to save this game for last. Uh, but moving on, Jacksonville Jaguars at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Same thing. Roll my Ricks versus Grits picks with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Happy Chinooka. As well as the Dallas Cowboys and the Miami Dolphins. Give me the Dolphins. Uh, the Patriots at the Broncos. Um, I think the Patriots are trying to hit that hard reset button. There's no better way to do that than tank. So give me the Broncos at home. Anthony Mackie. Speaking about tanking, uh, currently the Arizona Cardinals hold the number three pick and the Washington Commanders hold the number four pick. And Chicago has five. Uh, we got the Arizona Cardinals and the Bears. Give me the Cardinals so that way Chicago can try to keep moving up that board a little bit. It's snowing in California. God damn it. But, and, but this is Reed's game of the week. The Washington Commanders at the New York Football Jets. Yeah. I have faith in the team. Reed might have faith in the team. Zoo, who knows? He went off in his match of carpet and went away, so I have no idea. But give me the gosh darn Washington Commanders on the road. Give the me up. fucking Commanders! Ah! But that is a 12-pick parlay. Ten bucks in. That will win us a Christmas. $8,991.02. What a better Christmas gift than that. I'll tell you what, though, a commander's win is not what I was trying to hear. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I need us to lose so bad. I need this well, pick. If a little peek behind, don't look behind the man in the curtain. The only reason I picked the commanders is because of their underdogs and have propped up the parlay a little bit. Oh, uh, look but at that. Kept it to me anyways. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We are winning you money, people. That is Scott Elliott. Maybe. The, maybe. Maybe. Pick some of them. Pick them <laughs> Bet all. Bet at your own risk. Pick them individually. You'll win something. I guarantee you'll win some money. What week on is that this, Reed? This is week 16? Week 16. And we do $10 a week? That's right. Have I hit once? No. Your boy's out 160 bucks, guys. So, so, I do this for you. I do this for all you guys. And congratulations, folks. This is the second year in a row we've done this. <laughs> this is the second year. And, and we add insult to injury by doubling up because we do the wheel of degenerate on the college shape day show. That also has not hit yet. So. Oh, damn. We should have done a Calvin Ridley of just like all the bowl games of every single bowl game. You know what? Hey. 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 Just saying. Well, listen, we said the Wheel of Degenerates. That is Scott Elliott. He is the host of the 323 College Shame Day. Go check him out. Check it out on the 323 Network YouTube channel. And that is where you will find even more of the show. We have a race war to get to. But before that, before we get into the unholy race war of NFL, all pro teams, white versus black, happy holidays, everybody. Just like, you know, like Smokey said. Happy Chinooka. And Merry Christmas, Happy Ramadan, any, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Hope you have a good, stress-free time. Thank you all for listening to the show, as you always do, and checking us out wherever you check us out. Again, you want to give us a Christmas gift, patreon.com slash 323read, 323read. Give us just like three bucks and you're good. And you can start getting some stuff when we revamp this thing in January. Start trying to get some merch in there for you. But happy holidays. We love you. Thank you for always being with us. In the meantime, folks, stay safe. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. You'll 
yuletide carols being sung by a choir and folks dressed up like Eskimos. Everybody knows some turkey and some mistletoe. 